Hey everybody and welcome back to this week's episode of Twist Turns and One Liners. This week this week we watched Fargo from 1996, um black comedy crime film according to Wikipedia, which makes sense now that I've watched it. Uh had no idea what this one was about. This was Colton's pick. Had you seen this before? Uh no. Not oh, you for sure not in its entirety. May have seen bits and pieces of it. I remember like I'm we may have had it on DVD when I was young. And I think I remember like my mom talking about it, but but yeah. Yeah. I never actually watched it. Okay. I just assumed you had, but I feel like you definitely maybe said that you didn't. Right. Yeah, I think all the stuff that I have on the wheel I haven't seen. Slay. Um Okay, so we're just gonna get- <laughs> yeah. In general, what was your what were your what do you think? It was it was good. Like I I liked that it was an hour and a half because I felt like it got everything it needed to get in that hour and a half. Right. I wasn't really bored, which is good because mm-hmm. sometimes that kind of happens with these really long movies that we watch. But I I was it's so ridiculous that it is entertaining. Right. Um. I couldn't with the accent, the Minnesota <laughs> accent, mm-hmm. which um, most people who listen to us know like where we're recording from. But like for anyone who doesn't, we're in Wisconsin, so we're close to Minnesota. I feel like they don't talk like that. I think it's like a northern Minnesota thing. Like, you know, because part of me was Minnesota, like, oh, Canada. maybe they're like trying to dramatize it, you know, black comedy. Right. But I still feel like they're, it's slightly true. You know, it's a little true that like they do talk like, oh, yeah, you dare. Yeah, yeah it's like an, it's, I'm pretty sure it's like a northern Minnesota thing. Like, I don't think it's a everywhere thing for sure. OK, we know it's not an everywhere thing. Like Brittany and I lived in Minnesota for oh, a yeah. year. It's not a thing. Yeah. Well, it's much of a thing, but it's 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 funny. It's the funny character. Right. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, we're going to we have a guest kind of on the podcast um introduce yourself hello (laughs) this is Brittany. we've mentioned her a lot on the podcast yeah i'm pretty famous around here (laughs) um she was not planning on being a part of this episode and then we forced her well i did Um, it feels like a pretty random episode to be on since the movie was random yeah yeah well you what did you think like it was okay. I mean, it it definitely felt like something Colton would want to watch. Right. I was thinking the same thing. No offense, Colton. It's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. It's just like, it definitely, I said that to Abby while I was watching it. I was like, this is totally a Colton movie. Yeah. Like I wasn't expecting it to be like, well, when did it come out? Because 1996. Like you could just tell like it was an older like movie. Yeah, and I was, sure. I would, I like had no idea going into it. Yeah. Like what it was. So, have you seen Shameless, either of you? I know of no. it, but I haven't seen it. Because that the yeah. main William character Macy, yeah. is um, the main character, main character in Shameless. He's yeah. like the dad. Yeah. I haven't seen Shameless, but I just know that. Yeah, because I think our mom watched Shameless. <laughs> but um, you know the cop lady. Yeah, she looks so familiar. Yeah. But what do I know her from? Madeline. <gasps> Miss Clavel. <gasps> I I thought you would have caught that because I thought about it like last night. Sorry, sorry, my mic is really loud. Um, I knew she looked familiar, and I couldn't. I didn't look it up 
normally like I'll have Wikipedia open and I'll look, but I didn't look and I should have. I did last night because I also like while we were watching it, I was like, she looks so familiar. I totally see it now that I look at picture. Because in Miss Clavel in Madeline, for anyone who doesn't know, that's a movie about like an orphanage. So she wears like that thing where you can't see her hair. So I feel like I, I think seeing the hair in this character threw me off. And like her voice. Yeah, yeah, the, the fake accent. I feel like, the, I don't know, I haven't seen Madeline in a long time, but I feel like Miss Clavel doesn't like talk that much. So I actually like... She talks more like it was different. Madeline. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's a very different. I didn't accent. recognize her from her voice. We'll just say that. Yeah, I um. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce his name because it's not Carl, but it's the other guy. But how do you pronounce that name? I'm looking at it right now. G A E A R. No one knows. Uh, I'm trying to think of how they would have said it in the. I don't even know if they ever the actually movie. did say it. But the accomplice to Carl, mm-hmm. when I first saw him, I thought he looked really familiar. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but it's not who I thought it was. Oh. So I just gave up, I think, after I got one wrong. I was like, eh, I'm not going to look at the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So, wow, Miss Clavel. Who knew? Yeah, I would say of the people in this, um, a movie I'll that I'll put on eventually that has um that guy you were talking about peter stomare stormare stormare i don't know that guy he's uh uh the movie i'm talking about is the minority report he's in that movie mm-hmm. oh he's also in i want to put that on sometime jurassic park mm-hmm. the lost world um so is uh william h macy he's in the third one mm. the third jurassic park movie but um yeah it's uh uh one of many really good Coen Brothers movies. I would say not my favorite Coen Brothers movie, but there's some other Coen's Brothers movies that I might put on the wheel at some point. Okay. Um Yeah, I mean it was um I always forget exactly what black comedy means. Like I've seen a few different of that genre. Yeah. Isn't it like it's purposely being ridiculous to be funny? But it normally has like a deeper meaning of why it's, it's trying to make fun of it. It's or more. It's it's kind of like I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's like uh, it's something that really isn't funny being made fun. So what was it in this movie? Murder. Yeah, yeah. Among okay. other things, yeah, yeah. But that's usually like, or I shouldn't say usually, but yeah, that's a thing that's used. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, I think, to me, this movie is a... Almost a... Almost a parody on, like, your regular, like, crime thriller detective sure. movies. Sure. Right? Because, like, those are always so serious and there's always some huge thing to uncover and there's a mastermind or another doing this or that. And in, in this movie just everyone is completely just normal average dumb yeah. dummy basically right right and everything just happens to work like it's like 
something that we know like something oh something that's there in, on purpose not just something you would notice like you like only some people would notice it's they make it obvious is whenever whenever um the policewoman i forget her marge yep whenever she don't remember the husband going Margie. yeah 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 <laughs> whenever, everyone in the town <laughs> yeah Margie. whenever whenever she's um whenever she's not asking somebody about the crime she's eating yeah so like breakfast and then they're talking they're like at the crime scene and they're like did you eat breakfast yeah, yeah i ate breakfast well what are you gonna do what about lunch like right. are you gonna do something for yeah. lunch did this scene where you like first see her when they're like she wakes up because she gets the call mm-hmm. and her husband's like oh i can make you some eggs and she's like no that's okay i'll make you some eggs no that's okay why did we need it like 500 times? The whole time I was thinking, oh, what a nice husband. I was like, Colton would never do that for me. It's like, it's the whole thing so is, shade. the whole thing is, uh, I think in at least the way I, the way I took it is it's like, this is just like the nine to five. Like they're still, she's, right. it's like, and in, in a place like this, I don't think they're dealing with stuff like this that often i think that's the point like triple murder and whatever like but uh it's just i think it just highlights too just how like i think it's supposed to highlight the is ineptitude the right word of the kidnappers and william h macy and all like the people doing the crime Mm -hmm. just kind of shows how inept they are at it by showing that like oh this person who's just going around asking basic questions Figured you know it out. taking extra lo- an extra long time during lunch just to you know just because i gotta eat right and all that kind of stuff like they're able to just like you know basically go through the motions and figure yeah. out what's going on the weird thing about this movie was um jerry even though he's in such a like tough position like because he i'm the I guess the conclusion you're supposed to deduce is that he's like really far in debt, and so he needs money. No, he's not even in debt. He just wants to invest in like this project because he thinks it's going to make him more money. But he doesn't have the money to invest. Yeah, so but it's it, not even it that he's it, it's not like that he's in he trouble at all. Had that whole like scheme at the car dealership. Yeah, Where, like that, the guy was calling, like I need the serial number. Right, but that was just—I think that was just another way for him to make make money. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Like I think that was him trying to get money for this, for this. Like, oh, that's right. Because in the beginning, he asked her, like, he asked um Jean's dad if for. Okay, got it. Sorry. Right. Anyway, so whatever he needs money, it's like he gets so frustrated, but yet he's like still so nice. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a definitely. Potentially like a dig at Midwestern people, maybe. Um, you would you think? Would you agree? Like uh, being like they're too nice. Yeah, that might be. It might be kind of just feeding into that stereotype a bit. I think that he's just like kind of like the almost like the cowardly nice guy trying to do finally not doing the cowardly nice guy thing. Yeah, you know. But like, takes it to a new level. <laughs> yeah. He's like, let's fake kidnap my wife. Right. And hold her for ransom. But then, oh, wait, she actually dies. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Go ahead. Did I miss? She died? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Well, <laughs> it wasn't really a big moment because uh, uh, 
Carl comes back after being like shot in the face by Gene's dad, and he comes back with the money that he got, uh-huh. and he goes, he says to his sidekick, whatever his name is, says like, "Oh, I got the money," and then they he, it pans over, and she's like she's on, on the, the floor off the chair. And then it's like, what happened? And then he said something like she was making noise or she was screaming or something. I just took that as she was knocked out. Could be, but we never see her again, so... Well, yeah, but she's never... We don't see her that much anyway. She's kind of just a Wikipedia said she's dead. Oh, so that's why I know that. But we... Did you catch that in the movie? Well, I knew she was out cold on the ground. Whether or not she was dead, I didn't really think she was dead. Honestly, I didn't think about her at all after, like... The other yeah. stuff that was going but what, on. But once he, once he, obviously we're at the jumping to the end here. But once he, once he kills Carl, yeah. At that point, it doesn't matter. You can just assume she's dead because he doesn't care because he has the money and he's right. just killing them anyway. He, right. He clearly has no problem killing people. That's the yeah. Whole... The kidnapping scene of Jean was just so ridiculous. Like how she's sitting there watching a guy come up to her porch with a ski like, mask. Huh. Like, huh? And then. Finally, when he like knocks the window, it's like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. And then she gets tangled in the shower curtain and falls on the stairs. Yeah, that was bad. So she done. But like, they got me with the like her being in the shower. Like, I thought she did flee. Oh, oh yeah, so did I. Like, so did I. I was not expecting it. But then once he stopped, and he was it wasn't the one guy. He was trying to get like a. Band-Aid or, or no, he was trying to get like something to put on his uh, hand where like she had bit him. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah, that was a good, And then he like, yeah. saw, figured it out in the mm-hmm. mirror. I didn't, I didn't see that either. That was but he one. didn't have to do much because she took right. care of it herself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that's the, that's basically the, the gist of the entire thing, right? Is everyone's, everyone's so like, like air quotes focused on trying to do what it is that they need to do that they just, kind of fumble through the whole thing. Right. Like nothing ever goes smoothly. Yeah. It's tough. Um okay, so here's my fun side tangent. So Steve Buscemi who plays Carl has always just creeped me out. I don't I'm sorry Steve Buscemi, but like he just yeah, He's kind of a creepy looking guy. It, it's like the mannerisms. He's probably so so sweet and nice, but it's just like, you know, it ain't it, right? Right. But he was a really good actor in this movie, mm-hmm. but he just gives me the ick, okay? Yeah. I mean, I you think know that's what the, the ick is. I think that's the point of the character, right? Yes, you know what the ick is, right? I'm assuming it's like a, a physically unsafe vibe. That's not... The official definition is a feeling you get when you're dating someone and you realize how ugly or cringy they actually are, <laughs> okay? Oh. So, my fun prompt is, if you had to name one of your icks, can you give one? Like? Like, do you want an example? Because sure. an example would be, um, I heard this on another podcast, like watching a man chase a ping pong ball is an ick. Because it's like embarrassing that they like. Oh, have to go on the ground and right, fumble after right. Not saying that's one of my icks. I just heard that. So, okay. does one I, come to mind? Um, man, I'm sure I could think of one. I think. Brendan, you have to think too of an ick you have. I think. Uh, oh. 
<laughs> I think uh I don't know. Here's some ra- can- here's some what is yours? examples. What is yours? My I think <laughs> um there's like examples on Google are pretending to be more knowledgeable about something than they actually are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's an easy one. That's our that's an easy one that I think a lot of people relate to, right? Like if you're having a conversation with somebody about something that you know a lot about and yeah. then somebody comes in and tries to like fit into the conversation and you know they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I do not do that. I sh- I very often show that I don't know. It's usually like a It's usually for me it's usually talks talking about like either video games or golfing. Or yeah. Was, like, yeah. Like somebody will come in and like say a bunch of stuff that actually doesn't really make any sense. Here's mine. Um, polo t-shirts. Okay. Men wearing polo t-shirts. I hate it. They're ugly. They make me cringe. I just don't like them. I'm sorry. I think you just, I think the problem with polos is oftentimes people don't have ones that fit their body shape. Maybe that's it. I also hate bow ties. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of bow ties either. Neckties are fine. Bow ties, give me the. Like if if you're at like a semi formal thing and a guy's wearing a bow tie, like really, dude. Yeah, another big one is uh like men who like sing or like play the guitar, like go out of like, their way to do it. Yes, yes. like you yeah. can do it. Yeah, I know you play the guitar. That's fine. I'm not talking about that. I know. I'm what talking you mean. about like going in front of people, being like, I can sing and play right. the guitar. Right. <laughs> Remember that guy when we went to um yeah. Who was sitting across the street from mine? Went to where? Uh, The farmer's market in Madison. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about another time where there was a guy on my street across the street playing the guitar and singing. Oh. Oh, yeah. Was that on your birthday? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's what you're thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just so... Why are you doing that? I think there's there's a difference, though. There's a difference between a guy that's, like, doing it at a party. Yeah. And, and, like, a, a guy doing it on the street to, like, make some, like, spare change well he also well, he wasn't like, doing I, it on the street he was like just doing it in front of his house his I think, porch. Like, which is possible like maybe they told him to take it outside maybe he didn't have privacy inside like who knows but the the i went to, i didn't like go to a party but there was a party at the place that i lived at once where there was a bunch of people that i didn't know and um one of the guys like busted out like guitar and started singing around the bonfire and i was just me and Emma, who was featured on the podcast a few weeks ago, were like, we have to go inside. Like, this is just so, like, ugh. Like, and they weren't terrible, but it's just, like, the, no. It's like, really, dude? No. It's, wor- it's worse when they think they're better it's than like, they are. It's, right. like, uh, it's like somebody who was, like, the top of their choir class in high school doing karaoke. And thinking <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. It's, like, the same thing. Yeah, like the per- maybe they did it had a solo their senior year for choir, and they're like the you know class size of like eighty people. They're the best singer, and then they go do karaoke somewhere and they think they're fucking hot shit. That's S- funny. Same kind of vibe. Did you think of one, or you really can't? Um, probably someone with bad breath breathing in my face. Hmm, very specific but valid. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one that came up too was bad teeth, so that makes sense. Yeah, but I don't. It's more just like, like if someone stupid. gets too close, right? And I feel like, like breathing in my face, and I'm like, okay, back up. I yeah, need my face. Because bad breath can be fixed. Bad teeth is mean because people can't control their teeth. Like unless you have a yeah. you know yeah, yeah. a bunch of money to do that, but like most people don't. So it's I like mean, 
polo shirts, you can fix it and not purchase them or wear them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but you're not going to get rid of polos. I'm not. So I'm it's sure just there, whoever wears person, them, you, you're there's not. There's people gonna... out there who Don't. rock the polos. And there's plenty of people out there who would never wear a polo in their life. So. Oh, you're talking like... The polos like, like I wear to work every day. Oh, I think he looks good. Okay, well... We're not talking about me. I'm we're not talking, talking about, about Colton. I know, but... You like those kind so of shirts. So you're just saying, like... I just you don't that, like the shirt? The collar button. Or you don't like how it looks on people? Both. Oh. I don't like when either, like, men or women wear it. Really. But, I mean, sometimes you have to if it's, like... It's commonly, like, a uniform. Yeah. And, yeah. like, when I had to wear a polo when I worked for a job, I hated wearing it, and I... Oh, so Would there's like wear, an extra layer to this than just not liking polos. Like I had to wear it and I hated it. So I would, even if it was really hot, I would wear the quarter zip because I was yeah. like, oh, I don't want to wear the polo. <laughs> but anyway, that was my fun so side tangent Carl for Carl gives you... Carl gives me the ick for just like mannerism reasons yeah. and the way he talks. That's the same guy that's in Grown Ups, right? Yeah, I think he's in a lot of stuff. But yeah. I mean, I yep. yeah. But I know he's in that movie for sure. Mm -hmm. And he's the one that breaks all the bones. Yeah. Yep. Wiley, I think is his name. Yep. But yeah, anyway, um, I I really don't know. Like, I just thought the all the characters were like so quirky is the best way mm -hmm. I would describe them. Like Marge is so quirky. And that whole like side plot with the like friend from high school who... Mm -hmm. I guess was like trying to hit on her when they like went out to dinner because he said something about like, oh, I'll sit over there. And then she was like, no. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't no, know. That was, was kind of random. And well, what I think, was the I think point of that? I think the whole point is that like she's in the middle of this like triple murder investigation mm. and then she's just going like, this is her like everyday stuff. Like, you know, like I was just like interviewing people trying to figure out who murdered these three people, but I'm going to go catch up with an old friend who's trying to hit on me. Yeah. Isn't that kind of though, like the life of a cop? Why well, not? I think I, uh, that's again, going into like the parody of the whole thing, right? Like if you see like one of these crime, crime movies in like thriller format, like it's always so intense, like set on the goal to figure out who done it, all this stuff where this is like, she'll just go, she'll talk to somebody, ask them a few questions and then shows her getting lunch. Right. And shows you're doing this. So I think it's just supposed to be like, I don't know. I think it's just supposed to be goofy, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was just a very calm person. Right. Because yeah. wasn't it too that he said like some person he was dating, I forget the name, but he said she like died. His and his wife. Turned, she oh. had leukemia. Yeah. But she didn't actually die. Hmm. That was in Wikipedia. It said that like he it, faked it and that he was mentally ill, but she, I didn't pick that up at all. He said he said she died when like of leukemia or something yeah. when she was talking. But then later on, Marjorie was talking on the phone to like someone. Oh. Do you remember that? I, I don't remember that. And she said, No, she's fine. Yeah. You should give her a call. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's like, Oh. He's actually just it trying said, to hook up. Well, it said he was mentally ill, but maybe he was just trying to hook up. I don't know. Both could be <laughs> true. The case. I was just saying, like, when she found that piece of information out, she was just like very calm. Yeah, and, and also did. like earlier, like when she saw was looking at the dead bodies mm -hmm. of the three people, she was super calm. Yeah, it was. It was weird. And even they when, also... even in the end, well, I mean, even in the You'd end, she be. was like 
Well, it's funny. She she has him at gunpoint. She's trying to yell at him, and he's wood chipping the guy. Yeah. Can't hear her. And then he looks at her, like, and she's, like, pointing to her hat, like, I'm, I'm the sure. I'm the cause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, um. And it's, like, crazy because she was pregnant the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Called her back up. <laughs> it was, like, funny when she went to the Hardee's drive-thru, and she said, like, hello? Like, because no one was, like, did like just those little simplistic moments like you were saying about her like eating mm-hmm. it just is it's like it makes you laugh because it just is so ridiculous right. i think i think too part of the i think part of the reason of showing the eating was to show what she was doing while the other people were doing what they were doing mm-hmm. so like i don't think a whole lot of time passed in this throughout this thing obviously some did because a lot of that stuff doesn't happen just like snap a finger right but like getting the money ready and all that stuff but they didn't do a good job of hiding the bodies by the way which ones the ones that they first killed i don't think they were worried about it because it was like the whole point is they were gonna be long gone so it didn't matter yeah but don't you need to like hide the evidence well i i think part of it was the uh the accomplice not carl the other guy yeah I think the whole point is that he he was just kind of unhinged to the point where he, you know, didn't care. But then at the same time, they don't have time. They don't have time or the resources yeah. to worry, to hide. They're in the middle of nowhere. Sure. Yeah. The poor um, son in this movie. Oh. <laughs> who just like, he's like pops in and out at the most random times mm-hmm. and like holds really no significance. I mean, he's, I think the idea is that he's just, he's there and he's like. He's going to school, like, I'm assuming, every day Yeah, that all this other stuff is going on. So it's just, like, one of those things. It's, like, just keeping everything in, in, yeah. in clue. And they're saying things about how he's, like, the normal things that happened in the beginning where they were like, your grades are bad. You're going to have to take you out of hockey. He's yeah, like, he's the- like, what? <laughs> the The problem with these short movies, though, is, like, there's not as much to discuss because it's only an hour and a half but i thought for the most part i was gonna say that the um when they did like shoot the people like the special effects were pretty good for 1996 i mean it's all practical stuff right yeah like so sorry that's what i meant yeah i know i'm just yeah i'm not like saying what you said was wrong i'm just saying like yeah it's all it's all in camera practical stuff so it's it's one of those things where like you show just enough so you see but you don't see what's actually happening so it makes it easy to be effective right once a movie i know is old i'm normally just i have my standards low and then i'm like oh they exceeded it and it looked really good (laughs) (laughs) but i mean the carl when he got shot in the face Mm -hmm. i mean it didn't really look like there was a bullet there, but maybe well, like it's, it, it grazed, it was a grazed him. Yeah, it was oh, a grazed okay. Because there's a big like gash in his cheek that's like uh, running along his cheek. Yeah. So like it's skinned. And he still it. wants the money. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> at that point, like you gotta have it, right? He just got shot go in the it. face. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. I think that are something that you'll see the more of them you watch, like the more you get caught up with what movies were what like back in the day mm-hmm. like practical effects are much better than like a lot of the cg stuff you see yeah 
yeah, like a lot sense. better, like in a lot of, in a lot of situations, not always in a lot of situations. Like there's a lot of times nowadays where they use CG because it's either cheaper for some reason it might be cheaper. Like maybe like if they're doing blood effects, it might be cheaper to do CG because then they don't have to reset like a wardrobe. Right. Like every time something happens. Um, but then at the same time, like by them doing that, by them kind of using the cheaper route to go CG, sometimes you lose out on some of the, like some of the interaction, like they'll have like with whatever it is that is creating the effect or like even the look of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like if you have something that's like not real and then they try to make a CG version of it that looks real. Mm-hmm. There's like a disconnect. Whereas if you have like an animatronic or a puppet or something, Mm -hmm. at least it's like a tangible thing that's there in the space. And it like, I think it's a little easier to make it look more convincing. We kind of talked about that a little bit with the Planet of the Apes movies. Like how the, remember how I said there was that one scene where like he was holding, James Franco was holding Caesar and it just like looked a little Off. off. And I would have been curious to know if he was actually holding I think the, for real. I think the big the big place you'll see this the most is when you start getting into horror movies, older horror movies versus newer ones. Like practical stuff was huge then. Another like a, a really good example of practical effects looking better than CG by the same person and the same subject matter would be the Lord of the Rings movies compared to the Hobbit movies. Mm-hmm. Like the Lord of the Rings movies came first. A lot of the stuff, like all like the all like the orcs and goblins and stuff, not all of them, like not the wide shots, but like the close shots of them. Mm-hmm. It's all practical makeup, mm-hmm. and it looks amazing. And then you go to the Hobbit movies, and all of them are CG. Mm-hmm. So then the close up shots, it's like very clearly a CG thing. Sure. So like it, it, it's one of those things where like, do you want it to look closer to what? it may have been described as in its from its source material mm-hmm. or do you want it to look more realistic yeah so and yeah. i think there's there's trade-offs with that with everything right in right. this movie the all we're talking about is like this the squibs from the different times people get shot basically. <laughs> yeah yeah like uh yeah like that's the it's, it's really noticeable like when the cops bend like he pulls the cop's head down in and then shoots him on top of the head and there's, right. there's like a fountain of water like <laughs> thick blood coming out which is like Ugh. Right. Like, he's gross. But, like, seeing that, like, it feels like that's what would happen. Because there's often times where movies overdo it, where there's a huge explosion yeah. and stuff. Where, for sure, that definitely happens. But, like, that seemed more, like, you know, a little more grounded in the situation. Yeah. I would agree. Um, I also was confused for a little while with... um like Gene's dad and I don't know I guess I was like his business partner maybe mm-hmm. for a while I thought they they like knew about the ransom for some reason like I I thought like they were like I don't know they knew about the the fake yes part of it. for some reason I thought that at one point and then I realized that that was her dad and then I was like oh I was wrong about that so I don't know if that was you know my error on not paying attention or if that just could have been communicated better because I did, I did I mean, seem like it, it seemed to me like the character in the beginning who we met that was Gene's dad seemed different than the guy who we later saw with that guy. So it's, I think the whole thing, right, is that William H Macy is character uh, Jerry. Jerry's like, um, really put off when he actually does tell his 
his father-in-law bought it because his he wants to take charge. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, whoa, uh, no, yeah. we, can't, we can't do Like, that's not how this is going to work. Right. And he's like, basically, like, shit. Like, I was hoping he would just, like, that's where he's, Jerry's stupid. Because yeah. he thought that his, the, his uh, father-in-law would just give him the money. Right. Also, like, he was only going to give them $80,000. Yeah, he wanted to, he's talking <laughs> about, uh, bar, like, uh, 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 haggling over the ransom for his daughter. Yeah. Like, oh gosh, it's rough <laughs> a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's it's funny because, like, every it's uh, again with this, like, with everyone just kind of being really shitty at what they're doing. They're, it's not that they're shitty at what they're do- what they're doing, it's like it kind of is that, but every time there's a bit of pressure added, there's very few people who actually handle it correctly, like, Marge handles all her stuff fine right the the dad handles all his stuff fine like i mean he's a little irresponsible you know taking a gun to the thing and not just giving into it or whatever but and the the killer he's pretty cool and collected the whole time but everyone else like i guess everyone else is only a few other people right mm-hmm. so jerry he's like every time something goes wrong it's very clear that he's flustered right he doesn't handle it well at all like the cop comes in and asks him and she's like, Oh, that's weird. Like one of your like we're it should be pretty obvious if one of your cars is missing. And then that's when he uses the opportunity to run away. He's like, Oh, I'll count the I'll go count yeah. the lot quick and then he just yeah. runs away. Like <laughs> That I, was so stupid. Yeah. And I but I like so like that's a moment where I mean and then that's just like, Oh holy shit, like he's oh, he's, he's making running a away. break for yeah, it. Yeah, he's running away, like, oh <laughs> that <was> okay. Great. <laughs> Thank you. And then uh with uh Carl, basically, anytime there's a little bump, he just kind of gets irate and kind of yeah goes goes off in that sense. But yeah, yeah, it was weird. I think it's funny. It's funny. Does watching the movie make you want to watch the TV show? Oh yeah. So what's the TV show? It's related. It's the same. It's the same story, but just over the course of a TV show. Seems weird that they could make a TV show on. Unless they like expand on it, I'm assuming. Well, yeah, but... like I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Just because it didn't seem like. Just think of all the t- story? Think of all yeah. the time. Like think of all the times there were time skips, basically in the timeline, right? Yeah. Like from the time they get to that cabin, and um, uh, 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 uh Gene is like on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff that can happen in between there. All the stuff that um, like they can add to um to jerry's character like with the stuff that he has to go through like in the meantime yeah. there's plenty of stuff they could add in there so is it literally it the same characters like obviously probably not the same actors i would assume uh it doesn't look like it i don't know i don't know really but it's anything the about same the story of like the guy like his wife gets kidnapped that he organized he, it yeah like organized it as each season follows a mostly new cast of characters who get involved with murder investigations in different Midwestern towns with seemingly unrelated crimes sometimes being connected in some way. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like an anthology thing. Yeah. Where they just have small town crime being goofy. Hmm. Nice. Hmm. Heard it's good, though. I haven't watched it, obviously. Yeah, it says in February 2022, the series was renewed for a fifth season. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. 
Kirsten Dunst is in that. A lot of big names, actually. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock, Ewan McGregor. Patrick Wilson, we're going to see Insidious this weekend. I don't want to watch the TV show to answer your question. (laughs) No, I don't don't care enough. Like, I got way too other many shows that I'd rather be watching. But you do like the, like, crime shows. Like what? Like Hillary Burton's. Oh, yeah, True Crime Story. It couldn't happen here. It's kind of... Would sound similar. Yeah, but I can't watch a show that is this. If it's the same like level of ridiculousness, I, I, I can't continue. I don't think watch it's going to be quite the same. I, I think it would be. I would be doing everyone a disservice to try to emulate this. I think the idea is that they can just use it as a. Use it as like a. Like a based on thing. I don't think they're going to be trying to emulate it exactly. I feel like we might have talked about this on the podcast before, but doesn't it feel like there's no like original ideas anymore with like shows and movies they're they just just like, the fact that they're like remaking everything or like bringing yeah. everything for, back for later. Sure, like for like, sure like an excuse like it's for like sure it's inspired true. by this but it's really like just stealing the idea for sure that's <laughs> yeah. for sure that's true that there is a lot like that's what a lot of like the big like the big things are doing um there's still a lot of other stuff coming out you just have to like look for yeah it. i just like I, I don't know i don't really want to i like some remakes but they're i'm like selective over the ones that i'm willing yeah, to give think, a chance i guess i, I think the I, th- I think the root one of the roots of the problem is the studios like feeling like they have to they have to use an established like franchise or brand to like run something like you know this year alone uh, we've got Indiana Jones just came out. Um, I love them, but Mission Impossible at number seven. Um, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Uh, there's something else. There was another installment of something. I thought basically all these big blockbuster franchise, like long running fl- franchise things, is what they're putting all this money into. Yeah, and it's not. It's starting to not pay off for them. Right. Because everyone's doing it, right? It was We're like, fun in the beginning well, when not everyone was doing it. I think part of it, it's it's a couple. Th- it's I think part of it is because a lot of people are doing it, but another part of it is they feel like if they just throw a bunch of money at something, it'll make it better. So, like talking about like the Flash, talking about Indiana Jones, like hundreds of millions of dollars being spent making these movies, like and they're not making that money back. When in reality, if they had you know condensed the budget. You know, like maybe did a little bit more hack and slash when it came to like trying to f- like make things work that like people would be able to sympathize with it a little better and want to go see it. Like the original Indiana Jones, like the, the budget on that was like minimal, basically like one of the entries, like he wanted to prove that he could make it for like, a, like he could come in under budget, like the original budget. So he comes in under the original budget and then the movie like grosses like what I think I looked at th- what I was looking at today. Uh, accounting for like inflation stuff, like if it was from you know the mid '80s to now, if it had if it had been the same thing now when it came out, it would have grossed a billion dollars, mm-hmm. and it was like on a like again below budget thing. So I think part of the problem is they think that they can just take a bunch of money, throw it at a name that everybody knows, and then it's just going to work. Yeah, and it doesn't. Well, and too, like not a lot, not as many people are going to the movies, so it's kind of like. Well, and I think that's why, though. I think it feeds into each other. Yeah. 
I think they know they know if they go see Indiana Jones, they know it's going to be, you know, just kind of they know what exactly what it's going to be. I would say the only exception to these things so far this year was Guardians. I think Guardians 3 was the only like franchise big blockbuster movie that was still like on its standalone on its own like a good movie or at least in like entertaining. I mean, yeah, we got two coming up that have the potential to be really good like draw people to the movie theater. Oppenheimer and Bobby. Yeah. Oh, Barbie. Yeah, no. Barbie. Well, I, well, I honestly no, I, I think I think I think people are going to see the shit out of Mission Impossible because like Basically everything that Tom Cruise's turns to gold, like t- or like touches, turns to gold. Like Top Gun was the whole reason everybody, like that was the whole come back to the theater drive. Right, was Top Gun, and it fucking blew up and did amazing. So I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Mission Impossible is going to do pretty well. Um, what and does then, Tom Cruise have that makes everybody love him so much? Uh, Scientology. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, no, like I think it's just. I think he he's one of the few people who was able to like get into that like superstar mode and stay in that superstar mode pretty yeah. consistently throughout his entire career. Have and you- at this point now, at least me being a fan personally, I think it's just his it's two things. He has a commitment to excellence, I think that shows itself. Sometimes it's toxic, but we won't go there. Um but the other part is like he's doing all of the work. Like all this, like, basically, with the Mission Impossible movies, basically what he says goes. Like, well, yeah. Have you ever heard that audio from when they were filming Top Gun Maverick and they filmed it during COVID? Yeah. And he and just somebody, goes yeah. ape shit on someone for, like, not wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, we're setting the tone for the industry right now and we need to follow the guidelines and blah, blah, blah. It's scary. I'd be scared shitless if he even spoke in my direction. I'll plop the. <laughs> instant hit money maker what i mean it i think i think his methods work in yeah. that regard this is ironic because i'm looking at a beautiful picture of nicole kidman and weren't they married yeah i think that was <laughs> that was just before he went into the whole scientology thing uh, i the think last they they sp- i think they split them up because i think she was like pulling him away from it yeah and then that was the end of that well that's but, his um, one downfall. That's why I'm yeah, not a that's, fan. Really, that's basically the Just only because the only well, one. not not a fan. I mean, but like I don't really care that much about him. I like him in the he's like hot in the first Top Gun movie. That's mm-hmm. what's going for him. But in the second one, I mean, he's fine. But like I'm not sitting there being like oh I like that movie actor. more than I thought I would. I guess it those kind of movies like Mission Impossible and stuff are just not movies that I would seek out. Mm-hmm. But if someone puts if, it on, yep. Or if, like, Colton makes me go with to the movie, you're like, sure. I'm like, okay. And it's not like I feel like I wasted two hours of my life. Like, So he's, today's the third? Yeah. Happy birthday, Tom Cruise. <gasps> Whoa. I shit you not. <laughs> so, yeah, we're recording this on the third. It's not going to come out until next, or until uh, <laughs> August, probably, but... Um, How old is he? Uh, he Wait, is, let's guess. Let's yeah, guess. go for it. You're not gonna. I'm gonna guess he's in his 60s. Really? So, what do you? What's your guess? Well, just be 64. Well, you can be wrong. You can be uh, wrong. Brad, it doesn't matter. Brad Pitt is like in his late 50s, and I feel like they're probably close to the same age. I thought he was upper 50s. So but... he's maybe like 
59. Oh, that's what I was going to say. But I'll go different just because she said 59. I'll say 62. 61. Oh, dang! He's so, in his 60s? so here's and here's part of why he's here's old. part of why it's awesome. He looks like he's forty. Here's <laughs> part of why it's he awesome. Like why Mission Impossible is awesome. Colton has such a like childhood grin on his it's face. So You're cool. so excited. It's this podcast so, called Fargo. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we talked about it already. No, <laughs> no, like with the like the stunts that they do for Mission Impossible. Like all the big set pieces, he's doing all of it. Yeah, he does his own stunts. Yeah, like, and it's not. And you're just wowed by it. It's this. not simple stuff. No, he's six. He's sixty-one now. Yeah, have you so not... he was sixty. He was he was fifty-nine, sixty when they were filming Mission Impossible, and he's driving dirt bikes off of mountaintops and then parachuting down under the ground. I think yeah, knowing that background, like knowing he's actually doing that all makes it cooler yeah but if you would just see it and you wouldn't like know that it's still pretty cool it would just seem to like the mo- no the movies are still good it's not like they're yeah i mean i guess i can't really speak to it because i've only seen the trailers <laughs> but that's also so. subjective like if people aren't interested in that type of movie it's not going to be good to them so like, right you but... can say that it was really good but you have to acknowledge that, like other people might not think that. If we're not, not saying right, but it's, it's, we're I know, just I know, I know. We're kind of but like what don't I, have an opinion. So if you're if you're somebody who can watch any kind of like any kind of action sure. like thriller movie at all, you like, should like it. You, right? Okay, I get yeah. what you're saying. I, would, I mean, I would obviously, be open if you if all you do if like if all you watch is you sit and watch like I don't know like Hulu movies or like you know the little Netflix like rom coms that come out. If that's all you watch. Yeah, you're probably not going to like it. I just but that's feel not like all you guys want. Because there's so many. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's the daunting. that's the thing that so it falls I feel about into. Fast and the Furious. But the, oh my god. The thing the thing about for sure I think it it applies to Fast and Furious as well. And by the way, that was another big franchise movie that came out that did terrible in theaters this year. That I there was a new one? Yeah. See, my point. That's <laughs> See? my point. But um why? Well, I think the th- the difference I think well the thing with Mission like Mission Impossible and the Fast and Furious movies are they're counting on the people who've been there the whole time because they've been around for a long time but not so long that people are dying out of it you know what i mean yeah like they're still around they're still gonna go see it well wait so was vin diesel in this oh he was in that movie and i still didn't hear about it that sucks (laughs) what a flop i feel like there's a lot I of big I would be surprised that you didn't see like a trailer like because you went to like movies. I mean, maybe, but as soon as like a car movie comes on, like fast car oh, chases, hey, hey, I hey, don't they're, pay they're not car movies anymore. <laughs> they haven't been car movies for like ten years. I don't. I have no idea what the it's plot of those extreme. movies are. They're just. It's just like above and beyond. Let's be as action and macho as possible. That's. It's it. not even realistic. Yeah, yeah, not even remotely. They should have just stopped it when Paul Walker died. Okay. I, the the ending of that movie is like that movie itself is awesome. It's a great movie. Where he the dies. Ending, yeah, when he he died like during the middle of production, so they had to do some like CG stuff. That yeah, was his, interesting. His yeah. brother. Right. That's really cool. But um, like that movie was probably the last like, like no. Like, it had some stuff that was far-fetched, for sure. They all, like, up until that point, really only the first one was, like, a, a kind of grounded. The rest of them kind of went off the rails, but... Was no, it, Tokyo Drift was pretty it grounded. was Dwayne Johnson in? He's in a couple of them. And then he's coming back in the next one. There's that really funny scene. I don't know what movie it's from, but I've seen it on TikTok, where it's, like... They say it was, like, an improvised line With by Ludacris Dwayne Johnson. With and, uh... He, yeah. Uh, Do you know uh, what I'm Tyrese about? Gibson. Yeah, that's from he, Fast and Furious. He goes, like... 
who's the other guy? Not ludicrous. Tyrese Gibson. He says like, oh, you better hide your baby, y'all. Like, because Dwayne Johnson's coming. And then Dwayne Johnson goes, oh, you better hide that big ass forehead. <laughs> and ludicrous spits out his drink because he's laughing so hard at the improv line. Improv lines are so, like, if you know that they're improvised, they're ten times funnier. Yeah. Like, in Harry Potter, do you know the famous improvised line by Draco? No. The the, the read reading line? I didn't know you could read. Yeah. Because he forgot his line or something. <laughs> and they kept it in. <laughs> yeah. But anyway... Yeah, big franchise. Big talking about big (laughs) franchise movies, kind of dumb. Like being what all you see that comes out when, like, for sure, other stuff. Excuse me, for sure, other stuff is coming out and original, original ideas. Yeah, well, I feel like when there is like that new idea or like movie that like maybe doesn't do like doesn't have the hype Mm -hmm. as big, and it turns out to be like so good. It just makes it like right and so much better. I think the reason I think the reason that ha- or the reason that happens is because like so much of a movie's budget goes into marketing. So the movies that you see a shit ton of, like on you know TV commercials, YouTube ads, whatever, the movies you see a lot of there, they spend a shit ton of money to put that out there. So you know, like not to say that that means it's going to be a bad movie. You just know that they're dumping a lot of money on that so they must it, they must already have a lot invested in it yeah i think it can sometimes inform you on how the movie's gonna be but i think the the important things to like keep in mind when you're like thinking about seeing a movie and you're worried about it either being a sellout movie or like potentially something good and just paying attention to who's involved in making it not not the actors but like you know who's directing it who's writing it I think that that can better inform you what's going to be, you know, good and what's not, or at least what's going to be worth seeing. Yeah. Yeah. So like Oppen- like Oppenheimer, I think, is the best example coming soon at this point, because yeah. Christopher Nolan, he's pretty much bat thousand for the most part. Not a lot of people like Tenet, but I shouldn't say not a lot of people. Plenty of, I know I've heard plenty of people not liking Tenet. I really like Tenet, but. I feel like, yes, there has been, like, Barbie stuff before, but even that, I would give it a little bit of credit for, like, has there ever been a live-action Barbie? If there was, it wasn't, like... Life-size. Oh, life-size, kind of, yeah. Okay, sure. But, yeah, like, the, the, where the, it's Barbie world? I think the only I think the no, only problem... I don't think so. The only problem that could come from Barbie... Is that they've, with all the hype around this this movie, mm-hmm. they've now is Barbie's Mattel, right? Yes. Like Mattel has basically said they're gonna like double down on their toys now, toy like related like media. Mm-hmm. So like with Barbie, like Barbie coming out, we're gonna see more Mattel toy line movies. Mm. I think it was Great. the whole thing. <laughs> no, the I watched the trailer for Barbie again today, and I, I didn't realize it this the first time, but it says, like, if you love Barbie, you'll love this movie. If you hate Barbie, you'll love mm-hmm. this movie. <laughs> so they're really trying to market it like it's, you know, likable I for everyone. I love we'll see. Barbie. And I'm, and a, I'm hesitant. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about I it. I don't know if I don't even want to see it. I might see, like, what people think first. 
Yeah, it's definitely not one that I'm like needing to see in theaters. Like I could just wait till it's yeah. on streaming services. Like I'm not like super excited about it. I'd rather watch Barbie Diaries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me me and Brittany when we were younger, we loved the Barbie like. There was Barbie Diaries, there was Barbie Swan Lake, there was Barbie Rapunzel, there's Barbie Princess and the Pauper. Uh, Twelve Dancing Princess. Oh my god. There's pick, so many Pick good a fairy tale, put Barbie in front of it, and there's a we movie We love Barbie. It. Yeah, and they're so good. So I feel like because of that, I'm like, oh, but I also, Barbie just is animated, so Margot Robbie's not Barbie. So but she like, could be. She I, Right now, she doesn't seem like Barbie, so. I don't know. There's a lot of good content coming out this July, like just yes. in general and entertainment. So Barbie's not at the top of my list. Are you I talking movies or other stuff? Entertainment, like music and oh, movies yes. and TV shows. Um, oh, yeah. It's a month for the girls. One That's thing, all I'm going to say. One <laughs> Summer thing, I Turned Pretty. That's our favorite show. One thing I'll say... I, I guess this has gone to way wrap, far yeah, from to Fargo. Wrap, to wrap up the whole, you know, franchise continuations, remakes, all that stuff, to kind of wrap up that thought, because I'm scrolling through the coming soon. Like, the original. An- another remake of, uh, a, a remake of Haunted Mansion is coming out. Like, oh, that yeah. Kind of shit. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Wonka, the one with Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I think that's, a, I think, isn't that supposed to be, like, prequel? Like, yeah, it's picking on, it's picking up the same, uh, another franchise that's already like, yeah. there, but. it It is, like. It, I kind of say this about music as well. Like, if you're a new artist, they talk about, you'll hear artists who write their own music. You'll hear them talk about all the time, like, oh, I had, I wrote a bunch of songs that, like, just never came out or whatever. And I'm like, how on earth are you always coming up with, like, an original sound every time you make a song when there's, like, so many artists and thousands of songs? Yeah. So it's like, how do they always come I up? I wonder that too. It's the words. Like, how it's, do they not like copy just because like maybe you're like listening to a new song and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh, I have a like a new idea. And then it's like really like some other song that's already I'm sure they does happen and I'm sure it a lot of like stuff gets left the on thing the, with, yeah. the um, floor. Like Taylor Swift, how does she just keep coming out with these songs? Yeah, but it was like Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo who the Deja Vu song where it's like, I know you get Deja Vu. She ended up like getting in. I'm pretty sure she ended up getting in. Like, she had to give Taylor Swift like a songwriting credit because people were saying it sounded too similar to "Cruel Summer," oh. where it goes like, "That's a you looked up or he I looks mean, up." Like, like for sure, that's like a bound to happen. For, for sure, right. it's a for sure it's a real thing where people will take people will like whether or not they realize they're doing it will take like the same kind of sounds from a song. It's just, and it's gonna for sure. It is gonna happen. There is a very, there is a finite amount of combinations, combinations yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah. But at the same time, there's a certain line where, is it, like, like a chord progression, like you know the the notes you're hearing in the background of the song, not so much the singing. Like, you're gonna hear repeats of that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, arranging it in a way like the whole thing in a way that kind of makes it stand out. So when something like that does happen and it's sometimes it's very night and day that like somebody who was in the writer's room probably heard that song and they probably were using it as their inspiration, whether or not they know about it or not is kind of can be irrelevant. But at the same time, like the sound, like being close to somebody's sound, like 
is like where does like where can you legally draw a line between paying homage to something and or just flat out copying it right. and there's this huge I it's watched impossible. an interview with the Jonas Brothers. They were on Hot Ones like a while ago, and they got asked like, "Do you notice any like, like, is there chord progression patterns that make certain songs really big? Like, or whatever the question was." Mm-hmm. And then they used like John Mayer as an example or something. And then they were saying that the Jonas Brothers said that the John Mayer like came up to them at an award show and was like, "Oh, I love your song, Love Bug." And then he released a song later with the same chords. Really? And just different lyrics. <laughs> but I'm not a John Mayer fan, so I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. But Love Bug is like one of their biggest songs, so it's like you're gonna copy copy off a little known one. <laughs> I mean, it's like, that's has a this thing. always been a thing or yeah. are we just like realizing and now that like it seems like it's always it's always been a thing, but thing, now people have access like being repeated. Now like people have when it comes to the music thing, everybody has access to like every song that's ever been released. So like when you can hear like when you're hearing all these things like before like before us even like you had to like go out of your way to like research other songs to get you know inspiration whereas now it's all right there yeah so the overlap and plus just you know in the last 20 years like in the last 10 years how many new songs have hit like spotify or apple music a shit ton like every day i bet i bet thousands go new songs go up every day Mm -hmm. so for sure there's going to be overlap Mm. but um to finish my thought on um on original stuff sorry i think the last <laughs> i think sorry. i think the, you're good i think the front that. i think the front line <laughs> of like original content nowadays is, are is horror movies i think horror movies are the movies that are going to take the i'm air quoting most risk mm-hmm. because they don't cost anything to make them yeah. so like you can't there hasn't been like like a stu- I mean, like a studio a studio doesn't want to take a risk on something with like Indiana Jones where they're paying hundreds of millions of dollars. So in the, in the room the business isn't going to be like isn't going to go go on board with anything that isn't status quo. Mm-hmm. But then when your when your movie is a fraction of that cost. Right. Like you know the in the like just the just in general the production's easier and, and more cost effective. You can take bigger swings because when you miss you're not losing as much money. And we've yeah. talked about the Blumhouse, like the Blumhouse method, right. right? Where like you spend a little bit of a little bit on each movie, you spend less on each movie, hoping one of them hits. Because if one of them hits, it pays for all the other ones. So I think yeah. that's why, like with horror, like there's that uh, I just saw it on here. There's the there's a horror movie coming out. Talk to me. You remember oh, seeing yeah, that? Oh yeah, I see that. Trailer. So the directors for that movie started on YouTube. Oh, like, cool. They were like they were big on YouTube like when Brittany and I were in middle school, high school. So like they're directing that movie. I think it's a Blumhouse movie, smaller scale. Like you don't recognize anybody in the movie, but it's probably gonna be like in terms of a horror movie, it's probably gonna be pretty, pretty yeah. decent. Yeah. Those normally are. Right. Like yeah. better. <laughs> Right. Like, I think part of the reason... But I don't know if we're biased because we see so many movies. I know, and that's it's like, why I Does the think... average person, do they want to go see, like, the big blockbuster and that's what they... Yes. That's their movie? Well, right, they or need... Or do they, they want to need... see these, like... They're, they're, they need something that they can recognize and put to their... Not put to their previous experiences um, when when they go. I think, in general, that's the idea, right? Like, yeah. So, like, people who don't go to movies a lot... They're not going to be seeing trailers all the time. They're not going to be Googling trailers. They're not going to be going on IMDb to see what's up. Well, 
they're like basically like, oh, Harrison Ford's in that movie. Like, yeah. I know Harrison Ford. Let's go to that. Or like, that's why like, or two with like, that's why the big studio movies put out so many ads. Like, if like none of us have cable, but like if you were to watch, <laughs> if you were to watch the news or something, or watch like I don't know, maybe you're watching Dancing with the Stars or yeah. like The Bachelor or whatever, and they've got movie ads on there. Like that's where like all the casual like very very casual goers are gonna like the people who might see one movie every three months yeah right right i know my coworkers like they always love to see like new movies right away so like if a, like when oppenheimer and barbie come out like they all have been like been act actively talking like we're seeing a double feature and then we're all going to discuss on monday mm-hmm. like the like with <laughs> so then i almost want to see him so i can be on the loop yeah that's what the that's the the like the crazy thing with the marketing budgets too is like when they spend so much on on a movie's production and then just like almost just as much on the marketing and then the movie flops so it's such a problem like with with flash flopping and indiana jones is probably gonna flop now too like with flash a huge problem with flash was that they were bringing in all these cameos from like they had michael keaton come in and play batman again and he was batman in like the late 80s early 90s so, like, they're really banking on, like, you know, that age group to come in and see it because of that. Yeah. But then, like, when it's a shit, I mean, it was, I, I liked it. I, I actually liked it. It was a decent, it was pretty good. Like, there was, there's clearly flaws with stuff. But, again, like, a, a little bit biased because we don't really pay that much to go to movies and we go to movies all the time. So, it's not like if I'm taking the one night out, you know, in the last two or three months to go see a movie and I were to see that movie, yeah, I'd probably be disappointed. But, like, it's one of those things. They're banking on nostalgia. They're banking on tried and true. Or It's another one of those examples, though, where it's, like, copying. Or it feels, like, weird that the timing of, like, the Marvel multiverse and, like, oh, that, the yeah, Spider-Man. Everything. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. Multiversal also... everything. Right. Has the, the multiverse DC? always been a, a thing? It just seems weird sort that of, both are, it's like happen- they're both reached those points at the same time. We were talking about this when we saw the flash. So it's yeah, just, well, it like just when, seems like, when, why is it like, all? I'm not saying they did it first or the soonest or whatever. I'm just going to use it as an example. But as soon as the Marvel movies start doing it, and those movies are obviously like huge. I mean, yeah. I think they're starting to plateau a little bit or even, you know, decline a little bit. I think people are seeing that they're not putting as much effort into them now. Because they for sure aren't for the most part. I get Guardians was really good, but the other, the last other few or whatever. But anyway, um, they know like when they first started to do like hint at the multiverse stuff, like it's like oh shit, that's making money, so we have to do that too. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody starts doing. I think there's, it's annoying. I think I would say <laughs> I would say the difference are the standout ones that are less. It sucks because you have the bad you have the bad apples kind of souring the good ones. Right. So like when Into the Spider-Verse came out, like that was still kind of early on before the big blow up of everything doing multiverse. So this is a continuation of that. But now it feels tired because so many of other yeah, things have done exactly. it. Right, right. Which is so no fault of that movie. I really enjoyed that movie. No fault to that movie at all. It just is a tired topic that they have to continue with because that's the whole you know, yeah. backbone of the movie. Yep. But yeah, that's. Yeah. It it does it does suck because it can be cool. It can be cool, like with, like if if Donnie like Donnie Darko, if that were to come out now, 
Yeah, that'd be, be dope. Well, I think it'd be kind of cringe, right? Because like leading into the whole multiverse thing, everything's got to be about oh, the multiverse. Everything's got to be yeah. like it, it'd be oh, kind of yeah. like, it'd be like cool. blood. I liked that movie. Well, right, I know, but like if you stick it into theaters now with all this other stuff, like God, why does everybody got to do the multiverse? Yeah, like it's but different. Oh, when it came out at saying. the time, it was like Jake different, Jono. right? Right, something new. Yeah, that, we there are so many weird movies, yet they're good. Oh, I've got plenty I could put on there. <laughs> I just that's what's always awesome is when you like you hear a title of a movie and then you're like, eh, you kind of judge it on the title or like what it's about and then you watch it and it's like really sucks you in or it's really good. And then yeah. it's like I can't believe I didn't watch this sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's like all the movies Colton picks is I'm like I like Fargo it's I hit was, or miss. But Fargo <laughs> I was be. like what does that even mean? Like, yeah, what does that I word I mean? Like, why and is then it titled that? Abby was like, oh, it's a place. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't even know that much. So here I am thinking, like, I don't know, it's some other word that I just didn't know. But... That- like, like, for, like, for me, with that, like, along that line, Donnie Darko was probably the biggest hit that I hadn't seen. Like, out of the movies that I put on that I haven't seen that we've watched. Yeah. That's probably, like, the... Like my yeah. favorite out of all of them. Like holy shit! Like I could have watched this. Like yeah. I've had. I've every time this gets on a streaming service, I add it to my to my list, and then never <laughs> watch it. And then we finally watch it. Yeah, yeah. We should um get back to Fargo. <laughs> yeah, and... you guys gonna do your? Okay. Oh, yeah. There's honestly so many good quotes because of the accents <laughs> that I couldn't pick just one. Like I just I want to pick like all the like funny phrases. You it's know what like... I mean? There's not, like, a specific one, though, that, like, stuck with me that I, like, would just, like, be able to, like, say right now. Right. So but it's just a these classic. These two are Googling. Well, the classic, though, like, the, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Any that, just yeah. Is, and he's, like, mm, betcha. Like, yeah, the, yeah. all those are just so funny. Um. Oh, when the one girl, when the, the two girls are, like, describing, the, like, call girls are describing the He's kind of weird, like, men. what did they say? Like, kind he's kind of funny looking guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just there was the, a lot of people that described him like Right, that's that. what everybody, yeah. <laughs> the, kept coming up. The other, uh, the guy that was, like, shoveling, oh, or yeah. sweeping his driveway. Yeah. Said he was funny looking. I'm trying to see. <laughs> the, um, Jerry says, I'm cooperating, darn tootin'. Like what? Oh. Um, when uh, she's looking, she's like visiting the crime scene for the first time. She's looking down in the car, and she bends over like she like needs to puke. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then the guy asks her if she's alright. Oh, I think I, I I just think I'm gonna barf. And then she sits there for a second, stands up. Well, that passed. Now I'm hungry again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was so fucking weird. Fucking food day. <laughs> oh yeah. It's not like it wasn't a comedy, so no, that I, was just kind of like. But kind of it is. Well, it's not classified as a comedy. Yeah, yeah it's it a is. black comedy. Yeah, crime thriller film. Where does it say on that? Wikipedia, baby? Oh, I just saw crime thriller. I didn't see black comedy. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, why it's very clearly supposed to be funny. Accents yeah. are so ridiculous and strong. It's to be funny, which is why it's not really the lines that are funny. It's the way that they're the said delivery, yeah. that are funny. Which is why Just I have to. Demeanor. I can't yeah. say "betcha" and it, it's as funny as yeah. they say it in the film. You have what to is, so you got to go what watch is, the movie, guys. What's the what's ideally you already did? Uh, yeah. What's the uh, watch it again when they're at the buffet 
and then the other cop comes in and or like the other cops there or whatever or like her co-worker comes up and asks them like how they're doing yeah and then yeah. it says something about like makes a comment on their food and then yeah. asks him if he wants to try some yeah like they hold the plate just that whole exchange is so like they had so much food Midwest. on those plates <laughs> yeah they right do. yeah i mean that's the thing that's like the the whole this whole thing with the buffet right you go to a buffet and you over, way overload and <laughs> obviously they're is that like an everywhere people. thing or just like are they saying that because a, it's like making fun of like the midwest people that's what i wonder too like, like we eat a lot i'm sure yeah. i'm sure part part of it's probably that or like small town people i feel like there's like a kind of a stereotype that maybe people I think, from cities like eat healthier and like people from small towns eat more i would almost Is that a, i would almost equate that it always to been a thing though i, would, or, I think i would know? almost equate it to lower income yeah. Lower income would go to the buffet and totally just load yeah. up. Yeah, and you might, but that's kind of similar to what I was saying because you might, if you're living in a city, you probably have more money. Yeah. At least more, more at least more access to options too. Yeah, I hate buffets. I I miss them. <laughs> I just can't do them anymore. Like Pizza Hut, we had them so much as a as kids i would go to buffets a lot i felt like pizza ranch whoever just, I just said that i don't like like no, overeating anymore so I like i don't like I that feeling a... so i'm yeah. just rather not and you can't like get it to go like i'd rather like go somewhere yeah. where i can get something to go and then i can have lunch the next day too you but know? i also do feel like at a buffet everything's like subpar tasting yeah yep and nothing's just, like it yeah. knocks some, it out of the some park places are good uh what's that one Maybe buffet. your stands are, standards are just low. What's the What's the one buffet place that mom and dad Ponderosa? Fuck Ponderosa. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Do those still exist? I th- well, Maybe they closed. Not. A bunch of them closed, but I think they still exist because a few years ago, when I was in college, mom and dad tried to take me to a Ponderosa, and I was like, no, like I'm not eating there, and I said I refused to do it. Dad paid for me to get in. And out of stubbornness, all I had was salads. Mm. Okay. And then as we're leaving, I was like, can we stop to get me a sub? <laughs> and dad just blew oh, up. Yeah. And he was like, I just paid $12 for you to yeah. eat all what you wanted. Yeah. I just remember Pizza Ranch being like way cooler when I was a kid. Yeah. Like going and, yeah, there like, like after junk basketball. Food. You get cactus bread and get yeah, that's all the soda all I would you eat. want. And, and the like custard that custard, you could yeah, put yeah. on the... Yep. Yeah, but I would get the I'm weirdest combinations at at Pizza Ranch though. I would get like pizza and then like those potato wedges. Oh yeah, I mean it's there. You might as well. I wouldn't even get the chicken. I would just get the potato wedges. <laughs> the uh, I think the the closest thing to a buffet that I would that I like I've eaten at a Pizza Ranch recently, but um, Who Hut is like oh. the best. But that's a good buffet. That's See, like a different. Like it's I don't know a if I qual. But you like, at it the same. I don't know, it feels different because you're like building, you're building like one plate And then you can stuff. build as many as you want. But it's not like, oh, I'm going to build want. salad and then I'm going to build chicken and veggies and then I'm going to build Yeah, dessert. but you might be like, I'm going to build, I'm going to build beef and, beef and broccoli with noodles and carrots with soy sauce. And then the next time you go up, I'm going to build... You know, tilapia. See, and... I can't go now that up we again. got your mouths watering. No, yeah. no, you just you just put less in a bowl and make a smaller plate. I just couldn't eat that all. If I had beef, broccoli, carrots, and noodles, that's filling me up, dude. Yeah, but you just make a smaller bowl of it, so you have a smaller I always, plate. I can't. Okay, I always put too much on my plate. That's just unrealistic. So that's the problem. Yeah, 
So you could try other things in one sitting. Moving on to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. here for the transitions. Yeah. What's your next segment? I think a spinoff. Spinoff. Oh. I think or kill a spinoff. Off. I think a spinoff with Carl and the other guy, or just the other guy before they got here, mm-hmm. like doing some other higher job mm-hmm. could be fun. Kill off the sun. Bye. Ah. <laughs> like we I, we say this we them. say this pretty much every time. It was pretty tight. The movie's pretty tight, so it didn't feel like there was a lot of fluff. Um, or kill off the high school guy because the high school friend because mm. we didn't really need him. Uh, yeah, yeah. I but would like to see a spinoff where it's a day in the life of Norm. It could be a TV show. We just see what Norm does. Who's Norm? Marge's husband. Oh, sorry. <laughs> or just like in the we same... We talk about it in the whole pod. The you same, expect me to remember his name? The same exact... I can't stop thinking about Norm. He's the iconic. Same exact, the same exact timeline, but him going through his art thing, trying to get on the stamp. Yeah. Yeah. What? Just we could just see what that. What in the what? That's why I want to see a day in the life of Norm. He's an artist, and he was trying to get life, on the stamp. Yeah. So like... That's that one needs to make so me so eggs cool. in the morning. I'll work on a stamp. Looking at you, Colton. <laughs> it works on a stamp, not the eggs. The, yeah, I I don't know. I feel like the high school friend or the son can go. I'm going to... I mean, plenty of people were killed off. Yeah, that's so true. So I feel like, do you really need to kill yeah. off more? <laughs> that's true. They all basically died at the end. Except I wouldn't have mind... I mean, it wouldn't make sense for the movie, but I wouldn't have mind minded if jerry died yeah somebody he, he got away unscathed yeah i'd rather have gene and it was like jerry all his fault like everything like the reason like this well, was all happening was basically he started the, yeah he can live with the guilt the killer is alive <laughs> so the killer could rat him out and he could like go down for what happened so it's not like he necessarily he got like out untouched well no he for sure he didn't yeah there but... was that whole bit in the car where he's like i drive all day and you don't say nothing yeah. <laughs> And he just says, pancakes. I want pancakes. You wanted, yeah, well, he used to call it Pancake House. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming he's... he's okay, um, anyway. so you get to add another thing to the wheel. So... Or you can bum, bum, bum. add another one, right? What? Yeah, what I was going mean, to do, I was going <laughs> to double up. I was going to double up something. Um, yeah. That being said, uh, do we want to do our... Do we want to do our new rule we... Very briefly discussed. Yeah, you can talk about it. So, uh, since we're not replacing each other's picks on the wheel, um, the odds never change for whose movie might get picked. So, to avoid us picking, like my like my movie, we just had two of my movies in a row. To prevent anyone from holding a monopoly over the episodes, what we are going to do is, uh, if one of our movies, do want to just go with two in a row yeah uh if one of our movies gets picked twice in a row we'll just let the other person pick one of theirs so with that being said also real quick i just can i modify one of my picks i'm not changing it i just i want to do shrek 2 instead of shrek 1 whoa whoa (laughs) but the whole conversation was about shrek but the second you have to one, watch Shrek. Yeah, we could do it. The like second could... one is better, so I want to do like we did with the Planet of the Apes one, and I want to watch. You can just the first do, second. You could what? talk. You could talk Why about you... both of them. Yeah, second, that's the what sec- we did. The second one's better. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. This is that's what you guys can debate. You on like that the first episode. one better? Everybody Save likes the first one better. Save it for the next podcast. 
Okay. I'm going to read like, off what you, they you have hear, on the... Like, people have Shrek parties. They don't have Shrek 2 parties. Okay. It's, inc- it's implied. Guys, you can discuss this on that episode. Do you want me to read off yeah, what we ahead. have for... Go ahead. What's on the wheel? Well, and then Colton's got to add his. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Okay, yeah, yeah, so we so... have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Fablemans, Shrek, 1 and 2, <laughs> Good Time, La La Land, Leon. Yeah. Uh, Leon the Professional. Okay. Oh, Booksmart. Oh, we only put Leon on there? Yeah. Brave. Good time. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. That was on there twice. And the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, I think I said good time, too. You have good yes. time and the Fable Mins on here twice. Yep. Yeah, because that's what Colton wanted. And okay. I will put uh, just Leon on there again, just since our, since it's right across, and then I'll All have right. two of two, uh, two of, every, two of each everything. three picks. Yeah. All right. But without the wheel, Carla... Okay, so we decided that um, we're going to watch La La Land because uh, we're going to have another guest on the show next week because my friend Abby is going to come and talk about La La Land. Um, that That's just like her favorite movie of all time. So I think this will be good for her to see. I'm excited to watch it again because I had seen it before and I didn't really like it the first time. Not for it being a bad movie. I was just upset about the ending. But I think that you guys will like it. So. Okay. I've we'll been see. meaning to watch it, but haven't, so this will give me the push I need. However, you will not hear my commentary on it. Yeah. You'll hear Abby instead. Yeah, that's true. But you can tell us your thoughts, and we can... No. Perhaps they can... Well, I'll, I'll, bring, <laughs> I'll bring up what she says sometimes. Like, yeah, if we watch together... Yeah, perhaps they can influence she, it. Like that's she hasn't, what I'm she hasn't, wa- she hasn't watched every movie, but the ones that we do watch together, I'll, I'll sometimes bring up what you say, or yeah. what we say. Um... But that being said, uh, La La Land's the pick for next week. Yep. Uh, another uh, uh, kind of announcement slash shift that's going to happen. Uh, we are going to be switching to biweekly releases of the podcast as you know it now with Carla and I coming on, uh, doing our movie picks and uh, randomized stuff. Uh, but also, uh, we are going to keep on a weekly release. So it might not be Carla and I weekly, but in some fashion or another, uh, an episode will come out most likely from me and maybe Brittany will join. Hello. Or uh, yeah. if I do something on my own or I bring somebody else in, whatever it might be, uh, we want to keep on the weekly release. But Yeah, I don't, I this was like my choice to do this change just because I felt, I'd be curious to what the audience would think, but I would, I think... As Brittany said, as she was a viewer, she felt that we were getting kind of into a a rut and we weren't as interesting. I think so. I think us going every other week, it'll seem less like a a chore to talk about it, and it's actually more exciting. That's I think we've done just the two of us episodes for so long that now it's more fun to have a guest because it's like, oh, it's a new mm-hmm. perspective to bring in, and it's not just us talking about the same stuff every time. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so it just I I still enjoy it. Obviously, I just I think I'll get more it'll, joy it'll out work, of it if it'll it's work every better other for, week. It'll work right, and it'll work better better for the scheduling and stuff. And then you don't have yeah. to be so push for stuff. But exactly, um, I think also on top of that, uh, there are going to be times where I might be pushing out an episode off schedule. Ooh, uh, sorry. So look out for that. <laughs> that being said, uh, 
here's what the usual. Uh, if you want to give us any kind of feedback or movie suggestions, or just kind of want to follow our uh, journey, our releases, yeah, uh, see when those off off week episodes are coming out, stuff like that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at TTOL Pod. Uh, on Instagram, where this is our kind of central hub, this is our yeah. kind of our main spot at twist turns and one liners. Um, also, you could email us at twist turns one liners at gmail dot com with any kind of feedback as well. Mm-hmm. And um, new news, new news, new <laughs> news, more <laughs> further news. Uh, we're on YouTube. Um, our uh, RSS feed provider made it easy for us to auto upload to youtube so we don't have video um but you can get the audio through youtube uh, youtube the uh the channel user is twist turns and one-liners uh if you search twist turns and one-liners it'll pop up i've tried it a couple times they don't want to see the video i have the worst posture when i make these podcasts i do stuff like while someone else is speaking that people just don't need to see yeah that being said (laughs) also this room yeah (laughs) that being said i have uh I have considered maybe uh, on some of the special episodes messing around with it just so there's visuals and stuff to go along with what I'm talking about. But it would be nice like if we're talking about something for it to like pop up on the screen. Right. Like a picture of a scene or like maybe whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, We'll see. It's all. That is is more work for you. Yes. It does create a little bit extra work, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Either way, you're going to get some extra episodes along with this slightly modified schedule. But that being said. We'll uh, see you next time. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye.